Welcome to Financial Fitness for Women, a place where we can talk about money, career, creating abundance and navigating entrepreneurship as a mom. My name is Cash Parker and I'm here to share my journey from leaving a successful career in corporate banking and side hustling to becoming the owner of my very own online business. My dream is to show you that you are capable of way more than you give yourself credit for. The world is yours for the taking, so let's get stuck in. Hey friend, so I'm back with episode two already. For somebody that's taken this long to launch a podcast, I'm clearly enjoying it. And it has been so refreshing in terms of just taking a break from my daily content creation on social media and the daily runnings of my business, marketing strategy, all of those things. I just get to sit down and chat to you guys about what's on my heart and mind at a particular time. And I think that's what I'm enjoying about this the most. And today's topic that I wanted to chat about is entitled Drowning in Debt, Don't Panic. And for as long as I've had this account on Instagram, this Financial Fitness for Women account on Instagram, I've received so many messages from women who are completely overwhelmed by the fact that they are in debt. They don't see a way out of it. It's taking over their entire lives. And this is a topic that's very close to my heart because I try and give as many people as possible hope that things are going to get better, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I kind of speak about it quite often on my socials. But I thought today, let's just put together a couple of key points that you can take away and especially this time of the year i find that being in debt around christmas time is extra stressful and especially now with the pandemic where a lot of people are uncertain about their jobs and spending in general has just become a lot more conservative and then of course there's the pressure of having to keep up with buying christmas gifts buying all the food in your house to, you know, um, create that Christmas feeling, if I can put it that way, when you very often don't have that kind of money, where you're struggling just to get through the month, but there's this expectation from society, from your family members, from your friends to show up as being in that Christmas spirit with open pockets. It's this YOLO kind of attitude where there's the saying, and I've got a lot of international listeners, well, not a lot of international listeners on this podcast, but a great percentage of them are. There's a saying in Cape Town that goes, as focal is festive. And that can translate into so many things, like don't worry about bulls when it comes to December. You can sort that stuff out in January. But doing that is shooting yourself in the foot in so many different ways. So I just want to give you guys hope that Christmas time doesn't need to be any different from any other time of the year when it comes to your budget and finances. Yes, you can spoil yourself and your loved ones a little bit more, but there's absolutely no need to go into this whole frenzy um, with spending money and buying gifts. And for me, it feels a lot different this year. I've cut back a lot um, 
on gift buying and just being extravagant because I just feel like there is so much there's so much more that's important and there's a lot to be grateful for um, apart from the material things in life. I'm grateful that I have been spared during this pandemic, that my family has been spared. I lost one family member during um, the duration of this pandemic and I've been very fortunate that, um, that I've made it through this far. And so I'm grateful for that. And for anyone out there that is comf- that is feeling that they need to show up in a certain way to impress other people, I just want to give you some tips on how to manage this feeling of panic before the new year rings in. And that the new year will ring in a certain, that the new year should ring in a new hope that you can deal with getting rid of your debt, that there is a new chance for you to make a change and do things differently. And yes, it is up to you 100%. It's up to you to make a difference in your habits, to make a difference in your attitude and your energy because nobody else is going to do it for you. So here are a few pointers that I want to give you. First of all, you need to acknowledge the situation that you're in. There's no point in not opening bills, not answering phone calls from people who are phoning you for overdue accounts, for money that you owe. There's no point in avoiding it because it's going to catch up to you eventually and it's going to be a lot worse than it already is. So acknowledge it, answer the phone, make arrangements, be 100% honest about where you're at in your life at the moment. And just remember that there is another person on the other end of that phone. You're not speaking to a computer You're not speaking to a robot. You are speaking to another human being. And so try to appeal to them on, try to appeal to them on a human level and be completely open and transparent. And then secondly, it's not the end of your life. I want you to know that there are so many other people going through the exact same thing as you that you are not the first and you are not the last person to be over-indebted. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And yes, it is a very taboo topic in our society. And it is a shameful topic because people um, have made it to be that way over the years. But there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. And you can get out of it. I don't care how bad you think it is, but it's not the end of your life. This is a phase in your life. It is a chapter of your life. But there are definitely things that you can do to turn this around and to get yourself on a better financial footing. I obviously can't get into too much, go into too much detail with that right now. But I just need you to know that there's hope. And then with that comes formulating a plan. As with anything in life, you need to have a plan. And personal finance is no different. So you need to know exactly where you want to be within a particular period of time. Short-term goals, long-term goals. You need to have a roadmap. And in doing that, you're going to be creating a budget. You're going to be setting goals. You're going to be talking to your spouse or your significant other and getting on the same page as them so that you can work together to get to where you want to be in life. 
And that takes a great deal of inner reflection. It takes a great deal of courage because sitting down and writing a budget and, and starting a budget and acknowledging the amount of debt that you have and all of the financial obligations that you have to meet is not easy. I get that. I've been there. But it's so important in taking the first step to rehabilitation, if I can put it that way. And then another very important point, once you've got that plan and you know where you want to be and you know kind of what needs to be done to get you from point A to B, you're going to need to get very creative with making money. And even if you are in a 95 job, if you're a business owner, you need to start looking outside of those four walls. So this would mean taking on a side hustle or thinking of some other way to make money. And yes, you may not be the most creative person around, and that is why I've got the side hustle school. That's why I formulated the side hustle school to teach people how to do this, because it's not easy. You can go around in circles for many years and not find what your passion is and what your, what your thing is. But you're going to need to find a way to make extra income. And this is the time where you need to put your pride in your pocket, girl. Like you cannot be proud at a time where you're trying to get yourself out of debt. So you are going to have to tell people, this is my side hustle. I'm making extra cash. Will you support me? Go to your friends, your family first and work your way outside of that circle. And don't get stuck in the marketing mania on Instagram and digital marketing, social media marketing, all of that, start within your immediate circle and ask the people who are closest to you to support you and to support your journey. And then lastly is to be completely realistic about your commitments and to honor them. And commitments, I mean, your commitment in terms of paying back this debt. So when somebody calls you, from, I don't know, Woolworths, and they're like, excuse me, you owe X amount of money, I need this full amount back by the end of the month. It is your job to be open and honest and say, this is what I can afford to pay you realistically at X debt. So the worst thing you can do is to overpromise the person on the other end of the phone just to get them off your back. Because believe me when I tell you, they are going to come back. So be open and say, unfortunately, this is what I can afford to pay. And you need to honor that commitment, whatever it takes. I like to think of paying down debt as a game. And not a game in that you're taking it lightly, but a game where you're going to challenge yourself to be like, let me see how I can push myself to eliminate this monkey on my back and see how fast I can eliminate it. And one of the methods that I used when paying down most of my debt was the debt snowball method, where you start paying off the smallest debt, taking that amount that you were paying and rolling it into the next, the second largest amount owing. And in that way, you're creating momentum, which is completely rewarding and a little bit addictive even. But once you get going, you need to take the first step. And the first step is usually the hardest. And this is where I need to tell you that 
Panicking is not going to help you in any way. It's going to cloud your judgment. It's going to, it's not going to motivate you. It's going to make you depressed. And with depression comes lack of action. So you need to take a breath. Know that you are fully capable of dealing with the situation. And even if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help. If you need to approach a debt counselor or approach a family member for help, um, or a friend for financial help. Like I said, it's the time to put your pride in your pocket. But most importantly, know that you are highly capable of making money outside of your 95 or what you've come to know as your main source of income. Know that you are creative, that you are talented, that you have got something to offer to the rest of the world that you can monetize. So, that brings me to the end of episode two. If you like this, if you want to know more about side hustling or learning how to create an additional income stream online, pop me an email. It's cash at financialfitnessclub.co. I'm always happy to chat. And let me know if you enjoyed this. Drop a comment down below if you're on Spotify or send me an email. I like to have feedback so that I can improve for the next episode. But like I said, I'm really enjoying this. It's so much fun. And I hope that you guys have a blessed um, Christmas and New Year. I probably won't be on here before Christmas. So those who are celebrating, be safe. Enjoy the time with your loved ones. Take some time off and come back refreshed for the New Year. Love you guys. Bye.